never in his throat. That voice, the one that would resonate when he opened his mouth as a grown man, that speech was stripped of all innocence. Go, my boy. You'll catch the... His father heaved and rolled on his side, shivering. He drew up his knees. The air was sharp with the lime and sulphur his mother said would chase away the disease. It prickled in the boy's nose and his lungs, it made him sneeze. His father lifted his head, a motion quicker than any he had made since the infection had come on. The man's features were taut with horror. A sneeze was the first symptom. The boy twitched a wavering smile to reassure him. The father's head dropped as though his son's grin had sliced it from his shoulders. He descended again into his own tortures. The boy wondered about the sneeze, too, and he reached his thin, pale arm under the drawstring of his calico pants to feel around his groin. No lumps, no buboes. The sulphur scent returned, and he realized he had been holding his breath. His grandfather shuddered, eyes flickering upwards, white and blind. He surrendered his vision to the dimming light within his skull, so that some spirit, too refined for living perception, might reveal itself to him. When the pupils descended, they were fixed and unseeing, and the boy's grandfather was still. His father's tear ducts were dried by the vinegar with which he had tried to wash away the pestilence. The weeping wouldn't come. He struck his brow with his fists as though the tears were merely stubborn and might relent like a donkey with chastisement. The boy stayed with them for hours. His father lay beside the dead man, whispering and incoherent in his fever. That evening he complained that the bed was wet and hot, slid to the floor, stared into the night black. The boy stood over him. <laughs> You're too... Young, Michaela, he gasped. Too young to see this. At first the boy thought he meant that a child of six shouldn't witness his father's parting, and so he sobbed, because he already felt what it would be like to be without him. Then he followed the direction of his squint. With eyes unsynchronized and palpitating, he knew his father was looking into the face of death. The boy could make out nothing in the darkness. The father opened his mouth to explain what he saw, but his jaw fell and his weight slumped against the side.